Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Redeeming the Scorned Damsel Preciousness is only revealed to one worthy of such things. Erotic Coupling By a Rosetter Listen to the podcast at Steamy Stories. What's a girl to do when everyone has been hinting that her boyfriend is going to propose in front of his family on Christmas Eve? Then, upon receiving my gift, instead of a ring I found a note. Not a promise of a ring to come, but a note folded to fit into the slot of a beautiful ring box that read, Rin, I've thought long and hard about this. I know you were expecting something else, but I think we should see other people. We've always been on different parts and I don't think long-term is going to converge those two wildly different walks of life. I would appreciate it if you kept up appearances until after we leave my family gathering. They're expecting me to propose, but I just don't feel it's the right move with you. We can pretend this is a placeholder then part after we get back home. So sorry, Tommy. I didn't pretend. I lifted my gaze to him as he had the gall to kneel on one knee in front of me while his family looked at me expectantly. The tears in my eyes were quickly found to be the unhappy variety as I said, are you fucking kidding me, you asshole. Pushing him away from me, I dropped the note and box on the floor in front of one of Tom's brothers as I fled the cabin where his family was celebrating Christmas Eve. I noticed, during my escape, the oddly placed mistletoe hanging in the doorframe past the front entrance. I was the only unrelated person present at this gathering, the image of expectant kisses should I get caught by his family under the decoration made me irrationally angry. I slammed the door behind me before running out into the snow. Mortified and put on the spot, I didn't really care where I went or how heavy the snowfall was. I headed down the driveway without grabbing my coat, or even my shoes. My heavy wool socks became soaked as the snow melted around my feet, and I jogged away with tears burning my eyes as the cold wind threatened to freeze the evidence of heartbreak to my face. James, Tom's youngest brother, ran after me, quickly catching up and grabbing my hand to stop me. I pulled out of his grip and fell into the soft snow, laughing at the absurdity of the whole thing. James leaned over and picked me up. My protests fell on deaf ears as he lifted me over his shoulder and carried me back toward the cabin. I hit his back, pushed off of him, squirmed and tried to get him to drop me but he held onto me with ease. 
He might have been Tom's younger brother, but he certainly wasn't smaller or weaker than the man I thought I was getting engaged to. Put me down. I snapped amidst a choked sob. Jane sighed and dropped me back to the ground a few hundred feet from the cabin, it's freezing and there's nowhere to go for five miles in any direction unless you want to hang out with some lonely old local men that probably wouldn't even see you as human or a grizzly or two, should you decide to venture into the woods. My brother's an asshole, but the rest of the family ain't. Mom sent me after you and everyone is tearing into Tommy for breaking up with you the way he did. I looked up into the sky as large fluffy snowflakes landed on my face and eyelashes, so, are you offering to let me sleep in your bed instead? I asked without shifting my eyes to him, or I can share a bed with your parents, I suppose. Tommy's on the couch, you're getting his room, he replied with zero emotion to his tone. Why's mistletoe hanging in the doorway? I asked as James grabbed my hand and pulled me back to my feet before putting his coat over my shoulders. What? I'm the only one in the house that isn't related to anyone else, so why hang mistletoe? James huffed, we don't actually use it. Mom likes how it looks. I laughed, well, maybe I'll put that to the test and hang out under the mistletoe. See if anyone's willing to bite and help me get back at your brother. The scowl that had been lingering on his face faded to a smirk as he glanced up at the house, is that an invitation to taunt my big brother, Rin? My gaze lowered over his frame, older brother, Jay. Not so sure he's the bigger brother. We headed back to the cabin, but before we went inside, he turned me and planted a gentle kiss between my cheek and the corner of my lips. My brother's an idiot, he whispered as he turned the knob and pulled me back into the warmth of the cabin. Tommy's mom was pacing inside the front entry and grabbed me, pulling me into a big hug. Jane stood aside and tilted his head as he watched me accept his mother's apology for her oldest son, Doreen, I'm so sorry Tommy did that to you. Rin, I said. Please, Irene, call me Rin. I kinder hate my given name. The older woman smiled and took my hand, my goodness, you're freezing. Let's get you into some dry clothes. I glanced back at James and smiled as his mother walked me through the front entrance and under the mistletoe. Wasting no time, he grabbed my hand and pulled me away from his mother. His lips were soft and wet on mine. They were also much warmer than mine as he closed his eyes and his tongue passed between my parted lips. Irene stared, her jaw dropping open as her youngest son planted a much more intimate kiss than I'd anticipated on me. My hand lay against his jaw and cheek and I drew in a deep breath as he released me. James's gaze broke from mine and he turned to his mom, planting a kiss on her forehead. She was under the mistletoe, he said as he walked back into the living room. He smiled as he endured the penetrating glares of his other brothers, his father and a few aunts and uncles while Tommy scowled at me. Oh, he didn't like that. I smiled and Irene led me through the front room and into Tommy's room, where she closed the door and tilted her head. Do. Rin, she corrected herself, I'm not happy with what Tommy did 
but I also don't like the idea of taunting him with his younger brother. I looked at the older woman as I opened a drawer and pulled out dry socks and warm pajamas for myself, then you should talk to James about it because I didn't know he was going to do that. She nodded and left the room as I gathered the things I needed to shower. My fingers went up to my lips once she left, that wasn't only a show for his brother. There was something behind that kiss for James and I really wanted to know what. I showered while the family bickered. After my shower, I changed into my pajamas and went out into the living room. Sitting by the fire warmed me up a little more. I was by myself on the floor, uncertain of how to handle the giant pink elephant in the room. The feeling of pity emanating from Tommy's family was suffocating, but I didn't want to hide in the bedroom for the rest of this trip either. Their cabin was basically a log mansion with giant windows giving breathtaking views of the Rockies, conifers and snow along steep ridges as far as the eye could see. Which wasn't far on that night as the storm was kicking up and limiting the view to the few trees surrounding the cabin. Tommy and Rick, one of his brothers, sat on the couch behind me. Their youngest sister, Jamie, came over to sit next to me as James sat on a chair nearby and one of their uncles stared at me from the front entryway, where the mistletoe hung. Leering old pervert. You can do better than any of my brothers, Jamie said as James came over to the couch and leaned over, swatting his sister on the head. Ow, she snapped with a laugh, it's true and you know it. Doesn't mean you have to lay it out for her, he retorted as he glanced at me. A soft blush covered my cheeks but the orange glow of the fireplace covered it. Jamie was older than me by a few years and younger than Tommy by a dozen. She was also James's ten minutes younger twin sister. My attention turned back to Tommy, but he intentionally looked anywhere but at me. It was dumb of me to think a suave and successful 35-year-old was about to propose to a naive and immature 20-year-old. But my family and friends thought it was going to happen. I'd been dating Tommy for a couple years and it started off with people calling me Tommy's flavor of the month. Nothing but a barely 18-year-old piece of arm candy to his friends and co-workers. Six months in, I graduated to flavor of the year. After a year there were whispers that he was getting serious about me. None of his other relationships lasted more than a few months at a time. As the two-year mark approached, the whispers of proposal began swirling even among his friends. I should have known better. I shouldn't have gotten my hopes up, but I did. It was easy to get into the mindset of that being a possibility since he'd never wanted to bring me to his family gatherings before. What else would make him change his mind about bringing me? Proposing made more sense than bringing me there to publicly dump me. It's a bunch of dull old people bragging to each other. You'd hate it, he'd said the year prior. Thinking the next year would be no different, I'd already made plans with friends when he called me up and asked me to come to the cabin with him to meet his family. Maybe that was the problem, they all liked me right away and started teasing him that I could do better even while I clung to his arm our first day there. It didn't take me long to start relaxing around them while it took a few dozen dates for me to get comfortable around him. Did he feel threatened by me liking his family? 
He had a ring box, so the ring had to be around somewhere, he simply changed his mind before giving it to me. Maybe he didn't want me to get comfortable with his family. I'd ruined it by joking with them instead of finding them to be the insufferable bores he made them out to be. I lay my head on Jamie's shoulder, would one of his sisters be more worthy of me? I asked. Never felt a person stiffen so fast before. She stammered as she pulled herself away from me. James moved down to sit beside us. Jamie's cheeks were almost crimson and her eyes were wide as a deer's in headlights. I smiled, I'm teasing. I'm only kinder into girls. Tommy had sweat building on his forehead as I glanced back at him, into them enough to put on a show for Tommy's birthday this past year, though. James put his hand on mine, oh, really, he asked as he smiled at his brother, did you know part of this gathering will be celebrating my birthday? And mine, Jamie said as she hit her brother's knee, so don't get any gross ideas about a show. Jane smirked, maybe a private show. A boy only turns 23 once in his life. 23 isn't a special birthday, Tommy snapped as he came around and took my hand, pulling me from between the twins. I yanked my hand away and fell onto my hands and knees before I lifted my head to look at him then turned to his brother, when's your birthday? 1241 um, he said with a smile. Christmas Day. I asked. James nodded and Tommy reached out to me again, and I smacked his hand away from me, I'll wear a fucking bow, I said before I got up, and went into Tommy's room alone. I didn't hear the whole argument, but I know Jamie got between them more than once as she whined for them to knock it off. I should have gotten upset at Tommy for trying to control my interactions with his family after he broke up with me. But, honestly, I was horny from sitting between the twins and Kiner enjoyed the idea of James's interest in me making Tommy jealous as fuck. Though, while I lay in Tommy's bed my mind was less on my ex being an ass and more on offering his younger siblings myself as a piece of ass. I fantasized about putting on a show for the twins where both took an intense interest in me. Making myself a tantalizing present for each of them as their hands and lips explored my body and I took my time with theirs. The thought of lying between them, James behind me and Jamie in front, her brother pushing into me as I kissed and fondled his sister was tantalizing. The icing on the cake, of course, would be Tommy sitting on the sidelines. His cock in a cage and unable to turn away as his siblings got me off in a way he never had. At least, not in a way he ever had without help from one of his side dishes. I guess it should have been a clue that I didn't get off unless he brought a girl home for me to help him fuck. Or maybe it should have been a clue that he was bringing home girls for me to help him fuck. I was naive enough that when he said he wanted me to try new things I believed him. The girls he brought home were always older than me and often treated me like a pathetic little cunt until he finished with them and instructed them to get me off while he watched. Thinking you're in love can blind you to the most obvious red flags, I suppose. I didn't want to lower myself to Tommy's level of meaningless use of people for his own pleasure. But, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by the idea of using James to get even with Tommy. 
I fell asleep with my mind on my ex watching me suck off his youngest brother, which led to a plethora of inviting dreams. I only felt partially asleep when a hand curled over my hip from behind and lips came down on the side of my neck. My thoughts were on James, but as the fingers slid beneath my pajama bottoms, I noticed they were slender, dainty. Then the moans against my neck were soft and feminine, as well. With my hand on theirs, I pulled them into the bed with me. I turned over, still in a fog of sleepy haze, to see Jamie biting her lip, her fingers frozen on my mound as her big brown eyes conveyed her fear of rejection. I reached out and ran my hand over her cheek, pushing her hair over her shoulder as I did so, I don't love you or anything, I said. She nodded and lowered her lips to mine, not asking you to love me, Rin. Her voice was much deeper than I knew it to be. Something felt off as she lifted her eyes to meet mine, and her thigh pressed between my legs while her fingers lowered, parting pussy lips and rubbing along either side of my clit. I closed my eyes and fought off a shiver. Her fingers were delicate and teasing. Jamie's head tilted to the side as I opened my eyes and watched her smile grow as her fingers entered me. What do you want, then? I asked, staving off a loud moan by whispering in a breathy exhale. She brought her lips down by my ear and pressed her knee to me, pushing her fingers tighter against my aching pussy, to warm you up, she whispered before kissing my jaw. My hips lifted to her hand, grinding myself against her palm as her thigh pushed tighter to me and my knee rubbed against her. My eyes fluttered between open and closed as my gaze lifted to her, warm me up. I asked. She nodded then looked over her shoulder, we want to make you forget all about Tommy, Rin. James stepped forward and climbed onto the bed behind me. His fingers turned my head to him and his lips were on mine in a flash as I moaned. The bed depressed again and I opened my eyes mid-kiss to see Rick and Nate, Tommy's other brothers, climbing onto the bed. They pulled the blankets off me and helped their sister get my pajamas off. But, it was James who grasped my jaw and made me look at him as he brought his lips back to mine and parted them with his tongue. I turned over to him and began to grind on his knee. He smiled and moaned as his hand grasped the back of my neck. I moaned and felt him smile as he pushed closer to me, my thigh rubbing against the hardness between his legs. His deep voice was gentle in my ear, are you awake, Rin? I was awake, I was certain of it. The feel of Jamie and the other two brothers faded and James's moan against my ear made me force my eyes open. My pajama clad thigh was rubbing against his, still clothed, cock and my hands grasped his hip and behind his neck. The rocking of my hip seemed involuntary as I pressed myself to James's thigh, grinding myself against him. He pushed my hair from my face and a blush crossed my cheek, I didn't expect you to pull me into bed with you, he whispered as his lips brushed against my cheek. I what? You were tossing and turning in your sleep, tears on your cheeks, so I put my hand on your shoulder to wake you up. You pulled me into the bed and started grinding on my thigh, he groaned and I realized I still was. Sorry, I whispered and started to pull away from him. He grabbed my hip and pulled me back to him, I didn't ask you to stop. 
I wanted to make sure you were awake. It felt like I was taking advantage without being certain. I... James brought his lips to mine again and pulled my body tighter against his thigh as I resumed grinding myself against him. My own thigh rubbed against his cock as his hips matched my movements. A moan escaped my lips and he groaned as my hips bucked against him. My body trembled as he held me against him. When his lips pulled away from mine he pushed my hair away from my face again, feel better, he asked. My cheeks were burning hot as my gaze connected with his. A quick nod made him smile. He was still hard against my thigh and he started to get up but I grabbed his hip and held him there, I lied, I whispered, I don't feel better yet. My hand slid over the waist of his jeans and along his lower stomach, Rin. His voice was soft as I unfastened his jeans and slid my hand into his underwear. He groaned as my hand wrapped around him and stroked upward, I don't think you feel better yet, either, I whispered as I looked up at him. James reached down and helped me get his jeans down around his thighs as his lips came down on my neck, I'm close though, he whispered as his lips dragged along my ear. I slid my body down his leg until my lips were even with his cock. I didn't anticipate how close he was as my gaze locked on his and I took his cock into my mouth. His cheeks flushed red and his hands grasped my head and neck, guiding me to take his dick as he groaned. My eyes watered and he yanked me down, the head of his cock lodged against the back of my throat as his dick twitched. A salty sweet rush flooded my mouth. My stomach tensed as I swallowed, taking both the thick fluid and his cock into my throat. His moans got louder and his hands trembled as he gripped my hair. After a moment his grip eased and I pulled my lips from him, gasping and wiping the rope trail of cum from my face as he smiled at me. James grabbed me and pulled me up into his arms, my brother's going to hate me, he whispered. Your brother's going to be jealous. I never let him come in my mouth. James ran his fingertips over my cheek, is that all you never let him do? A smile crossed my lips as I looked into his eyes, I never let him fuck me without a condom on. Your brother's a bit of a slut. He turned with me and got me onto my back, his hands ran over my soft pajamas before he undid the buttons on my top, opening it to reveal my breasts to him. My fingers curled beneath his balls and his lips came down on my right nipple. Between his sucking and the way my breast fit in the curve between his thumb and forefinger as he lifted and groped the lower swell, he made me ache for him. James's hands moved down my body and grasped my pajama bottoms, pulling them down my hips. He didn't even get them past my knees before his lips were on me and his tongue curled over my clit. My hips lifted to him and I gasped as he smiled. His fingers pushed into me as his tongue flattened and wriggled against the swollen and sensitive flesh. My hips rolled against his lips and my moans became a little louder before he lifted himself up my body to kiss me again. His mouth was wet with my flavor and I groaned as he pulled away from me. Can. Fuck me, please. I begged as I grabbed his hips and pulled him to me. He got my pajamas around my ankles before he climbed between my thighs and pushed himself into me. 
His lips were on mine, muffling my cries of ecstasy as his thick, fair dick pushed into me. The weight of his hands on my hips made me whimper. He pulled my body to him as much as he pushed into me. James. I whispered as his thrusts became hurried and his grip on me tightened. His lips muffled me but I couldn't help but moan, God, fuck me. His hips bucked into me and my hand slid between us, rubbing my clit as he kissed me and groped my ass. James lifted me to him and his lips moved, biting down hard where my shoulder met my neck. I cried out, my body trembling as my thighs gripped his hips and my pajamas fell off of one foot. My pussy rocked against him, pulling him deeper as my cunt contracted on his dick, squeezing and milking his cock into me as it twitched and he grunted in my ear. We collapsed onto Tommy's bed, James's dick still deep inside me as I stroked the back of his head and he kissed my neck. Am I still dreaming? I asked in a breathy gasp. My heart raced and sweat dripped along my body. His sweat or mine, I wasn't sure. James lifted his head, a big smile on his face as he rubbed my ass, I really hope not because if you're still asleep, I'm in trouble. His fingers trailed over my cheek as he looked up. I followed his gaze to the mistletoe that was now pinned above my ex-boyfriend's bed. James's lips came down on mine, I guess, he said before kissing me again. We have to, another kiss further delayed his comment, uphold tradition ourselves. My chest rose and fell in rapid succession as I tried to catch my breath. I blocked him from kissing me again, which made his lips shift course until they latched onto my neck. His biting and sucking on my sensitive skin was distracting. This isn't a relationship, I said as his hips pressed against mine. His hand slid up my outer thigh as he pulled me a little closer to him. It will be, he whispered before his lips connected with the back of my jaw. No, I moaned, it's only revenge, I groaned as I felt him begin to rub in gentle circles between us, caressing and teasing my clit with his thumb. It feels so good, though, he whispered as his hips pushed toward mine again. He wasn't hard, but his lips connected with my neck again, and I moaned. Just. He bit hard and I winced, just revenge, I repeated. Just revenge, he said in a softly mocking tone as his lips trailed back to mine. A gentle kiss to my lower lip before he pulled away, looked into my eyes and said, you feel so fucking good, though, Rin, made my heart flutter as a few tears streaked from the corner of my eyes. I didn't want this to be anything more than revenge, but he was finding it extremely easy to work me into wanting more with him. He was starting to get hard again, and his lips came down on my left nipple as his hips began slow thrusts, Rin, he said as he closed his eyes and bucked his hips toward mine, what else wasn't my brother allowed to do with you? He. I groaned as his hips hit against my thighs hard, wasn't allowed to. My hips lifted and met his thrust, making me whimper and tighten my fingers on his shoulders. Yes. What wasn't he allowed to do that I am? My head shifted and I looked him in the eye harder, I choked out. His hips thrust harder against me and I whimpered as my body arched beneath him, something tells me you let him fuck you hard, Rin. What wasn't he allowed?
I gasped and lifted my hips. His thrusts were powerful and deep, pushing his brother's bed against the wall with each connection of our hips, I don't know, I cried out. James pulled out of me and turned me onto my hands and knees before pushing himself back inside. His dick hit deep and hard and my hand grasped behind his neck as he fucked me, was he allowed to have pictures of you, Rin? I shook my head and he bit down on my shoulder before lifting his lips to my ear, am I? An especially hard thrust made my knees weak as I trembled and a sudden rush of fluid sprayed from me, yes, I moaned, fuck yes. My voice trembled as he held me to him, unloading more cum into me as he sucked on my neck and grasped my body. James pulled me firmly against him, my back tied to his chest. With his arm around my chest and my head leaning back on his shoulder, he took photos of us. Many of his photos had his lips on my cheek or neck and my lips partially open with my eyes closed. He lowered his arm from my breasts and opted to tease my throbbing clit as I shivered, causing his cock to fall from me and a flood of his cum to fall onto his brother's bed and my thighs. He let go of me and I looked over my shoulder at him. The corner of my lip caught in my teeth as I blushed at him, not just revenge, right, he asked. I shook my head. Jane smiled and got off the bed, fixing his jeans before picking me up. I wrapped my arms behind his neck and lay my head against his shoulder as he cradled me. He leaned down and whispered to me, you can sleep in my bed, Rin. Your mom? I started, but he rubbed my hip as he pulled the pajamas off my other foot and left them on the soiled bed. We'll understand. He carried me out of Tommy's bedroom. Tommy was sitting up on the couch down the hall and James grasped me a little tighter, changing direction from the bathroom and moving toward his brother instead. My grip on James tightened as I was completely exposed from the waist down and had no doubt his cum was still leaking from and drying on my body. Tommy lifted his eyes as James carried me over and sat on the couch beside his brother with me still in his arms, you can't. Tommy started before James cut him off. Despite what you complained to me about the other night, she has no trouble orgasming and your sheets need changing if you want to sleep in your bed. Tommy's cheeks flushed red as he looked away from me and I scowled at him, you said what? I asked. I never said. Tommy started. You told me for someone so hot, she's a cold dead fish in the sack. Was that to kill any interest Rick, Nate or I might muster up after you planned to break up with her? You knew she was going to be stuck here for days after you broke it off. Lonely, with three other guys she could hook up with on a rebound. She's my fucking girlfriend and you're my brother. You're not supposed to go after her. You broke up with her, right? He asked Tommy. Tommy scowled but nodded. James smiled, she's not your girlfriend anymore, then. Four years you've given me nothing but hand-me-downs on my birthday. In all that time I never thought I'd genuinely say thank you for one. But thank you, big brother. I don't think there's a brand new expensive present available that will top your hand-me-down this year. By a Rosetta.
Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.